0: Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers were dealing with some pretty heavy stuff, joyfully prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Birkin, and this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. Welcome to Joyfully Prepared Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. I'm excited to introduce to you our guest, Cammie Lehman. She's been a coach, top leader, visionary, strategist, and trainer in direct sales for over 28 years. Cammie left her job in corporate America more than 20 years ago, and this is where her entrepreneurship journey began. On March 2nd, 2020, Cami launched a top rated podcast on iTunes called She's Invincible, which ranked at an all time high of 42 in the business entrepreneurship category. She has since helped many others launch their own top podcast. Cami is the owner of Cami Lehman Coaching and Consulting and the Be Invincible Podcast School. At Be Invincible, Cami teaches entrepreneurs how to launch their own top podcast and use them to grow their business. Emmy, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Welcome. Oh my gosh, Wendy. It's such a joy
1: to be here. So, so exciting. Thank you so much.
0: And congratulations to you on your new podcast. Thank you very much. I'm excited to have you here. So I want to ask you one question. We're doing a little mini episode today to get this podcast launched, And I wanted to ask you one question and get your wisdom to seep into podcast world. My question to you is, as a mother and now as a grandmother, you have raised teenagers and I wanted to know how did you connect with your teenagers as they were moving and processing through their own teenage evolution which often distances the child from the mother and how did, what activities did you do? How did you stay connected with them?
1: Oh, this is such a great question. I, and it takes me back to those days, which is like just a stroll down memory, And I love that. So uh, my kids are, um, they're uh, 12 years apart. So, or just about 12 years apart. So, and that's a story for a longer episode, right? <laughs> but so, but it was kind of, you know, it was kind of easy in a sense of like, they almost grew, both grew up as only children, mm-hmm. but you know, they're, and they're. Different genders, right? So my firstborn was a girl. So I can talk about that and then I'll tell you about my second one, which is a boy. Yeah, so it's so different, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So my daughter, um, we, we were close, uh, until she entered what I call the twilight years. So <laughs> right around 11 <laughs> ish, 12 ish, where they start getting a little hormonal and, you know, you're just not sure what's happening, but you, you know, that aliens have taken over their mind and body <laughs> and, um, you know, What we used to do, like, and my kid, you know, this is one thing I want to just really impress upon people is that every one of your children are going to be different, so different, right? And I know you have many children, Mm -hmm. so you see that too, and there's not one alike. Nope. Uh, they each have different tendencies. that might, sim, you know, be similar to each other, but they're not one alike. Mm-hmm. So my daughter was very much into music. She's so. very much creative, artistic, uh, into those types of things. So she played the violin, and she played that all through those, those years of the twilight years, uh, through high school. And she played for the, uh, for the community and there was a whole, you know, South Jersey chorus kind of thing. And she played for them. Uh, so that was really easy because she would have practices and we would go to the shows and, you know, and watch her perform. And so that was really cool. And she was also involved in Brownies, Girl Scouts, where they had lots of really cool things that, um, you you would, you could do with them like camping trips, uh, father, daughter, square dances, mother, daughter, you know, events, things like that. So we did a lot of that stuff. Um, and that, and so I would say like the bottom line here is keep them involved, keep them doing things with other groups of people and keep them really close to you. Now, when she was being raised, we didn't, it wasn't the techie world that it is today. So I didn't have that challenge that you all as moms today have, mm-hmm. uh, but I can speak to that as a grandparent because I'm watching as these kids, these little people, which I oh, I adore, uh, but as you know, we have to protect them from the world. So in today's world, raising these children, uh, stay close, put security on their devices and then every night before you go to bed, you need to have the exercise of going in and checking everywhere they were and everything they did. So um, I would say that is, you know, the biggest thing right now with staying close. Um, the, the one thing I can tell you that I did uh, with both kids was I did something called secret lunches. And so I would surprise them. And just on a day, I would grab one kid, just one. The other one didn't know anything about it. And I would take them out to a meal. We'd go out to lunch or we'd go out to dinner and we would just have, like, we would just indulge in like our favorite foods and just have conversation and talk about all the things that we couldn't talk about when everyone else was around or, you know, in the heat of a moment, you know, when things are going down and you kind of want to talk about them later, but we had these secret lunches and nobody told anybody. Uh, So it was just like our secret. And it was just such a cherished moment uh, that honestly, as they got older, I still continued to do it uh, until they got married really. Cause I'm like, I'm not taking your spouses to secret lunch, (laughs) but, um, and even now, you know, when we can, we'll still do stuff like that, but it's not very often. And I do miss that. But what I did was I started doing it with my grandchildren. And oh, it's so much fun. So we call it Grammy 2.0. And it's, it's like the second generation now that I'm able to do that with them. But I can't tell you how powerful that is. When you have multiple kids or when they're different genders, so it's not like all girl talk or all boy talk. Uh, there's things that you can do with them that it's really, really important. Now, the one thing I want to say about the the daughters in the twilight years is be careful because this is where they learn how to manipulate men.
0: Mm. They
1: start playing mom against dad. And I remember my daughter being like 12 or 13 and she would call my husband at work and say, being mean or mom's being mean to me and my husband would be like what is, what is going on over there she said you're being mean and i was like when you get home just step over the body like i'm like <laughs> i'm gonna take this kid out she's going out but yeah so this is where we're really where this starts and the thing is we need, we don't even know it until later. We need to get a handle on it because when you and your, your partner, spouse, mom, dad, whatever, mm-hmm. especially if they're like families that are not together. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys, like, I can't tell you, you need to be united arm, LinkedIn arm as a force together with these kids because they will, play each other they'll play you against each other they'll play the victim and these daughters are gonna play these dads like a flute and so (laughs) uh, and the dads you know you know how your husbands are right the dads are like they're melting and so they can't say no and so they buy into all this stuff and so That's like the biggest thing right there. So keep them close, but make sure you're, you know, connected and you're a force together, raising them. Don't separate that no matter what your situation is, you know, uh, it is the most important thing is how you raise your children, no matter what decisions you make for yourselves. So I would say that now let's talk about the boy. That was fun. (laughs) So, yeah. So my son, like he came 12 years later. Right. So mm-hmm. my daughter was kind of like a babysitter. She yeah. was like, she was like that little mentor. He followed her around. She'd scream, get him out of my room. Stop touching my stuff. It was right. that kind of relationship mm-hmm. today. They're thick as thieves. Uh, oh, they are. It brings me so much joy to see their relationship that they have uh, and the way they operate as grown-ups and as parents individually with their own families. Uh, But my son was into sports. Mm -hmm. And so that was so easy, right? He was outside jumping ramps on his hot rod bike, or he was uh, playing sports on a field somewhere with a team. And so that was simple because we were able to, I went to practices. I went to all the games, you know, as many as I could. I remember uh, uh, street hockey was the worst because it was in the winter and my feet were like frozen solid to the ground. We stood outside and watched those kids play. Uh, so, yeah. And then um, he was really involved. He went to private school. So he was really involved in the um, church activities and things like that. So he went to like all those kinds of trips okay. and different events that they did, youth group and all of that. So, you know, keeping keeping them involved, obviously, but then also following that up with your own interest and engagement, yeah. like, you know, Oh, so what did you do? Well, who did you meet? Well, how would, how did it go? What did you learn? And what, how does that, you know, affect you? And what does that mean to you? And, you know, things like that. Uh, so really like just not doing the thing, but then really being a part of the thing when it was over. Right. So those were two of the things. And that of course he embraced secret lunch and he was on race. He always wanted to tell, <laughs> you know, he was the one who wanted to have secret lunch and come back and be like, mom took me to secret lunch, you know, and I wanted to just hmm, stop it. But, you know, and they still, they still today joke about it. Uh, You know, oh, we haven't had a secret lunch in a long time and things like that. But, you know, those were precious to me and they were precious to them. And um, I just want to encourage parents like, you know what, you're going to eat anyway, right? So, and I mean, this started with my son. We started when he was in kindergarten, he was only four. I sent him to kindergarten early Mm -hmm. and we went to lunch on Wednesdays and it was our Wednesday lunch. And it was so funny because one of the other little girls, like he would tell her like Mm -hmm. me and my mom are going to Burger King after school today. And then she started asking her mom, can we go to Burger King? Well, then we started meeting them. And so our secret lunch on Wednesdays ended up being with his little friend, Elise yeah. and her mom while well, her Aww. mom and I became best of friends wow. and, then they all grew up together. And you just don't know, but it's magic. It's magic. And it's where you can use the opportunity as a parent to enrich your children, to give them the most valuable time in your life and theirs. And you really can keep your hand on what is happening. Like you can't miss a beat when you're going to Burger King every Wednesday, right? right? Because- you're having those conversations face to face you you know how they're feeling you know what's bothering them you know all the things because you don't miss it because you see it and you know what's happening and that's then you beautiful. can ask the questions yeah. so that's it girl that That is the thing. And now my grandkids, oh my goodness, this Grammy 2.0 is so much fun. (laughs) So (laughs) it started with my granddaughter. We, we, I started taking her, just her and I, which, and you know, we take pictures and we just goof off. And she tells me about these little boyfriends and all that. Uh, And then our grandson, who is just her brother. So he's the next uh, youngest. um, We took him to Chicago so he got a like a Grammy weekend oh, wow. <laughs> in Chicago to go see his cousins. When we went to visit, we took him with us as a surprise. So there's so much you can do. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You can have a picnic in the park. You can go out back in your backyard and eat at a picnic table or on a blanket under mm-hmm. a tree. Mm-hmm. You guys, like whatever you are, whatever it is. And if you have girls, Feed them and do a photo shoot, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what they want. That, that's what they want when they get to that age. They're yeah. like, I'm gonna, I want to be a poser and you should take my pictures. Do it. Take selfies with your kids. Yeah, Post them. Have fun. These are things they'll never forget. Remember what you're doing right there is you're building that bond that they feel comfortable mm-hmm. being able to come to you. Mm-hmm. And you're teaching them how to be a great parent. So yeah. that when it's their turn- true. They, right. You remember yeah. like things you do, you think, why do I do that? Oh, cause my mom did that. Or right. my grandmom did that. Yeah. You guys, this is where it starts and it never ends. Right. So what is it? Who are they that you want them to be? What's the parent you want them to be? That's what
0: you need to show mm-hmm. them right now. That's true. Wow. So many words. I'm like, Oh, I'm like after, you know, we're not worshiping you, but like, this is so great because it's, it's so true. Just spending time with the child. They just think that's the neatest thing in the whole entire wide world. When I was living in New Jersey, my son worked at a little um, hole in the wall place on Tuesday mornings. And so I would get up early and we would go to breakfast at Old, um, What is it? Cracker Barrel. And he, he was so moody and irritable. But as we did that every Tuesday morning, all of a sudden he had this love and it, you know, it fostered goodness between us. And so it's the time they want their mom's time. They they love their mom. Yeah. And it's a short window. There's the
1: time they need that time. They don't even know they need it. So Mm -hmm. you just have to give it to them. Then they realize, later, oh, that was really good. But There's this short window because Mm -hmm. then they turn into where, you know, the aliens get them and then they don't even want to be seen with you. They want to be dropped off down the block. They want to walk (sighs) by themselves. They want to, they don't want to go to the mall with you. They want to get dropped off at the door. You know? So this, this is the time where you can do that. Don't miss that. Don't miss it. It goes so quick. And then all of a sudden they don't want to kiss you in public or hug you or say, you know, any of that. Yeah. And they're so prickly.
0: They become so prickly that, you don't want to do anything with them either and so you have to you have to do it See right? the moment right you have whether they're prickly or not go do something with them
1: yes yes Thank and you. remember when they're by themselves they always want to be with you so right. like I my son would always come lay his head in my lap and yeah. watch tv you know yeah. if I was sitting on the couch uh and i oh my gosh you know he'll still flop on the couch i remember he used to say come sit next to me he always when he was like sitting watching tv or something he would say, Come sit next to me. Aww. And then if I wasn't there, he'd say, You're not sitting very next to me. <laughs> I'll never forget that. That's like, how sweetest. do you not? I would right? do whatever I was doing. Dinner could burn. I'm going to go right. sit next to him. But next to him. So,
0: I next, love you're that. not
1: sitting very next to me.
0: <laughs> oh, love that. Uh, oh, yes. Thank you for sharing that sweet moment. Oh. Well, I appreciate so much that you've been here. And I, I also wanted to ask you just a little bit Um, in, in your bio it talks about your podcast school, your Be Invisible podcast school. Can you share more about that?
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh. I would love to. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So when I launched my podcast, to, it's two years. I can't believe this month. Two years. Uh, ago, I I was just, I had no idea that I was going to be so passionate about that. I just kind of did it because I thought, oh, that'd be really cool to do but I didn't know anything. I wasn't techie. Like I had to learn everything. So I went through this school and I learned it all. And I loved it so much that I started working as an affiliate alongside of the school Mm. and doing like launch coaching with other people that came in with my affiliate link. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of like a free gift that I would give them while I became so passionate about doing that. And I enjoyed it so much. Then the school changed their model and they weren't selling the program separately anymore. Oh. So I I didn't get to do it. And I was the, of all the things I ever missed. Like I was thinking, I really missed this. About so that. I thought, OK, girl, the only thing you can do is start your own. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And then and this is how you're going to be able to go back and enjoy the things that you really love right. and you're passionate about. So I launched the Be Invincible Podcast School which is just the offspring of my She's Invincible right, podcast, right? And what we do is we help entrepreneurs launch top podcasts and teach them how to monetize their business through their podcast as like a funnel or a a way to for free marketing. And so that's what we do. And so much fun. It's a 30 day program. Yeah. Uh, And and this is what we're doing and it's amazing. And we're having great success already. Right. And you're a fantastic
0: coach. You really are. Oh, Wendy, thank you. you really Thank you so much. You're just, you're just fantastic. Um, so because you're so fantastic, people are going to want to know where they can find you, right? That's just a offshoot of this whole amazing podcast, uh, episode. So where can they find you? Sure. Everything I do. And M is at Kami So just my
1: name.com and, uh, you can find me there. I would love to connect with you or even have further conversation.
0: Okay, super. And uh, we, you can find all these, uh, links and notes in the show notes. Thank you so much, Cammie. I really appreciate it.
1: Wendy, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure and congratulations again on your brand new podcast. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for listening to joyfully prepared. I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast. Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.